0: i didn't time that was very good all right it's the fire <laughs> <laughs> we get popping <laughs> no no we they that people go see us we're sitting there for like a second uh um, before the intro plays i'm still working on it i mean i'm still this preseason for everybody you know i'm still still that, that. So, uh but we're back. We're back. Fire's Zone show. Back to uh, review another Ravens preseason win. Keep it going. Keep the streak going up to 22 uh, as the Ravens go out to the desert, take down the Cardinals 24-17. Um, and we're going to talk defense because that's what we do. In the show. So um, mm-hmm. we're going to waste any mm-hmm. time. We're going to jump right into it. Yeah. Um, I meant to ask you before we start, but we can save it to the end. Yeah, we'll save it to the end, because I was going to ask just in general kind of some takeaways from the game. But let's save that to the end. Let's go through the positions like we do. All
1: right. Word. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: we're going to start, because I, I was thinking about something. You you had DM me something. I I need to ask about that. But we'll, we'll, we'll save it to the end. Um, so we'll start up front with the big boys. I think another another solid showing for the defensive line.
1: How
0: um, do you think they play?
1: I think I think the, the buzz about the d line up front is 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 real. Um, I haven't really seen like a really bad snap from a guy on the D line, these young guys up front all preseason. like it's hard to find a bad rep. Um, and now Justin's getting his C legs going um it's scary what 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 that group can do on a rotation we haven't even seen Campbell and the and the rest of the bunch added to that so them having these young guys who's getting plenty of preseason snaps but also they've gotten regular season snaps because of covid the last year and a half mm-hmm. and everything in the sort they're going to be deep and they're going to be heavy rotation, particularly early in the season. I mean, think about the first four games. I mean, they're basically AFC East. Like, you, you got to get your pass, pass rush up. Mm-hmm. And those guys are going to be playing very important parts, and I think they play pretty well up front. I think Travis Jones is is everything you want <laughs> and need in a man up front. <laughs> I am I am totally excited to see him and Justin in a pass rush situation from inside. And surprise, surprise, Isaiah Mack is making a heavy push. Heavy push to be on this squad. And they're gonna have some big decisions to make.
0: Tough decisions in that D-line group, man, some tough decisions. Uh,
1: it's a bummer that
0: uh, Travis Jones got dinged up and, you know, Harb said today he might be out three to five weeks. Uh, probably going to miss week one, I would think, with that time, yep. t- because you, you want him to be able to to have a week of practice, uh, you know, even, even if he were to get back within two, three weeks. So probably going to miss week one. But uh, because they have so much depth, <laughs> you talked about these other guys. You saw him at a BK get his first work for the preseason in a preseason game out there. Uh he's he's everything that I thought he would be. I mean it was it was limited action, but mm-hmm. I mean he he's he's out there, you know, handling business. Yeah. He's not getting manhandled. He's not the one getting
1: moved. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
0: Like he's moving people or holding his ground and anchoring in there on combos one-on-one. He's just bullying guys back into the backfield. Um, And that was just him, you know, like you said, getting his sea legs. You know, he's still just trying to get it, you know, get it going. And I was like, man, this dude just came in and just didn't miss a beat from what he told at the end of last season.
1: Yeah, I – just to back up a step, I think Travis Jones probably goes on pop in terms of give him four games, which will give him five, six weeks to be super healthy at that point. And then be able to keep and maybe do a handshake, wink, wink with even Urban or someone along those lines just to say hey you might have a spot for four weeks. <laughs> Play that game. But um to get back where you're saying, that man is, is he can move piles and he's just strong. And I think you see on on what Mike McDonald's asking of his D tackles is I need you to, to if you're single, I need you to make a play. You are free to do what you want, when you want and how you want. But when you get doubled, I need you to hold and be, be a man and let everybody else do, do the work behind you. So I, I I think this is the D line we thought we would see over you know in the last five years, but once we understood that Winks' defense didn't allow for freedom in that sense, everything is kind of pretty scripted and core you know choreographed because when eighteen people are slanting left and then someone's coming off the bench, <laughs> sounds crazy. Uh, it, it's it's. You know, you gotta be coordinated. So I think you're seeing what certain guys have said, maybe a Matt Judon or or someone along those lines who said they didn't have the freedom to rush the passer as much as they want to. I think it's it's arrived. Yeah.
0: You can see it. We talked about Matt. I know I talked to you about him today. I mean (laughs) look. He wins his one-on-ones, man. Now, like you said, uh, I probably missed that. It's probably more by design where there's going to be a guy, at least one guy, uh, who's got that two-way go. Like, hey, we we got some other guys here who are going to take up different responsibilities. But you went inside, you went outside, you do whatever you got to do to win. And that's what he does. He finds ways to win. And it was happening so much. That's why I said what I said. To you. I was like, "Wait a minute, does this dude even care about what he's doing? Because he's just like winning and just like going in, going out, spinning. it don't even matter." And you were like, "No, nah, that's that's probably design. He probably yep. has that green light, and other guys are kind of covering up some of those other yeah. free free roles. you got to give it to yeah. We got to give it to because uh, he uh, he can he can win those one on one. So for me." With This D line with anything really in the preseason, it's just about you know, people people describe it differently. Harms talks about stacking days, other people talk about a drum beat. You just want to see that steady progression and yeah. consistent play from game to game. I know we're not dealing with starters, we're not dealing with game plan situations, it's not the regular season. All of that is very true. We know the regular season is very different, so all I really look for is like I said, that drum beat, keep it going. Let me see, you know, one game, then the next game you're moving forward, and the next game you're moving forward. That's all that you can
1: ask, right? Yeah, yeah. They
0: can only play who's in front of them, and they can only play the situations that they're in. Yep. You
1: know, that's just how it is. And Yeah, and, and people are going to look at the talent and be like, oh, it's against – no. I need you to be average or playing well, and if you're dominating against who is the backup, that means you're going to be pretty competitive with the cats that are going to be in front of you. It's not like this giant leap of ones and twos now in the NFL that we saw maybe six years ago. Ones and twos, there's not a lot of drop-off because you're going to need those cats during the season anyway. So if I'm beating up on your twos, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to play well up front, and yeah. I'm good with that.
0: Dominate who you're supposed to dominate. Yes. people you know can say it's a two, it's a three, it's not a starter, whatever. Hey, whoever's in front, whoever's across from you, dominate.
1: Dominate. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? Don't worry about it. None of that stuff matters. Right. Game, yep. Dominate. So I'm, I'm, True I'm good. I'm good with that and I'm good with the way they've been playing in front. All right, we'll go to outside linebackers. We'll do it like we did last week. We'll do outside, and we we'll do inside. Um, OA got a little more bird in this game. Um, that he did that one snap in the Titans game. He got a little more Yeah. Run. Yep. You can see the juice that he's got uh, coming off the edge, even though I will say the, the Cardinals left tackle. I think his name is John, Josh Jones. Yes. He's solid out there. He's yes,
1: solid he is. Out there. Yep. <laughs> yep. That was a good... That is probably why he got the snaps he got. Just to give him reps against a pretty good old tackle to work on maybe a few different things. And he, I think... He, he stood up pretty good. He did. Jones Jones held his
0: own because always got some juice. He's got some serious juice. You can see that. I mean, everybody knew about his athleticism last year, but being able to take that athleticism and kind of refine it, you know, mm-hmm. like he said, kind of syncing up his feet and his hands. He said at times last year he really didn't have them synced up. Uh, strengthening his lower body so when guys get their hands on him, they can't just like, drive him into the <laughs> so, Right uh you know you can see that with him, and then that quickness you know anytime he's on some kind of game and twist or stuff you, he's hard dude to get your hands on because he's so quick um so you saw a little bit of that Stephen Bean's just a solid dude you know solid. He, he, you know he, he gives
1: die. you Mc, he gives he does he's he's not explosive like McPhee. he doesn't do the things that you saw and love from McPhee. but he just. He's like, he's like Jared Johnson. He's just, you know, he going to be where he belongs. Yep. He's going to be that dude who's going to make the tackles that are in front of him. He's not going to miss those. He's not going to make the spectacular play, but I don't need spectacular. Yep. So he is fitting a role that I think the Ravens have been looking for. They got Houston on the other side, but this cat is that steady dude that if someone gets hurt in a game, you know you can plug him in, and you're not going to be too worried about him making bad plays. He might not make a whole bunch of plays, but he going to be steady. He going to be there. He knows where he's going to need to be and not be out of position.
0: And they always look for that role in in that group. You know who he reminds me of, the way you start describing that? Jehovah. Same type yeah. of dude. Yeah, same type of dude. Not gonna, you know, not not the freak athlete that Oway might be, but he's gonna be where he's supposed to be. Gonna do what he's supposed to do. Um, you know, when it's physical matchup, he gonna hold his own in a physical matchup. Nobody's gonna go out there and just dominate. He may not win a ball, but he's gonna hold his own. he's gonna win some too. Yeah, but they always seem to have that role in that in that outside linebacker group. Just that one solid dude, solid vet, been around. You can count on. It's the a dude they had. Um in here it was in last
1: season, too. He ended up not, not sticking. Uh, Chris Smith, from the mm-hmm. Red, same type of dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that. he's he's the guy who's going to get 10, 15 run snaps a game to take the, take the ease off of Bowser and O.A. in terms of, of run defense, you know, chances to do that. And that's going to be his role. He's going to eat up rundowns. Yes, please, sign him up. Check. Check <laughs> that <laughs> off the list. We'll take that. We'll take that. I think that. we gotta
0: we got to throw in the last couple guys in there, too. Daly Hayes, uh, Jeremiah Moon, Chuck Wiley. Chuck, who got to come back after they released Chuck because <laughs> Trent Harris got hurt and went on high and brought Chuck back. And Chuck, you know, it, both him and Jeremiah, undrafted guys, young guys, you know, kind of figuring it out, come in late, you know, mm-hmm. doing a pretty decent job. Dalen Hayes, I wanted to ask you about because, look, we, we know Dalen Hayes hasn't played a lot. Uh, right. He got in the Detroit game last year and ended up basically missing the whole rest of the season. Uh, so I think, you know, he's still kind of figuring some stuff out too and kind of getting, getting you know, that feel of actually playing games back.
1: Right. Um, what, what, what have you seen from Hayes? So I will say this. Being hurt, coming back, and getting hurt is actually worse than being hurt for two years straight. And it wears on you, on you mentally in a sense of you got reared up, ready to rock and roll. You beat the odds, you come back, you play and boom, you're down again. So now as you try to come back again, now your body's two years different. Now it's coming off two different injuries. So it it takes a moment in a football player's mind and his body to catch back up. I had a guy on my team who back-to-back years tore his ACL, tore his uh, Achilles. It took him two-plus years to be a decent football player just to get back to where he was, where his talent level could have been, you know, really good. So for Hayes, he's got to learn how to be a football player again. First, get his get his orientation back. The game's got to s- slow down for him again. But on top of that, he's got pressure from behind him with guys, who are coming in, who are probably a little more talented than him. And his body hasn't been through the rigors in almost two years. Yeah. So you got all this going on. You've got a new system in place. That's coming in. What is good is I think he played in it or he hurt like he was there for the installation year or was he a year after that?
0: He was at, he He came in with um away right? When
1: he in the same class with away he was right. So was that Mike Mike McDonald's there only one year or two years? Uh he was there,
0: he'd been there for a number of years, but I think he left in 2020. And went to to Michigan. Michigan
1: Yeah. And and that was
0: all for the 2020 plans.
1: And Delvin Hayes was drafted in 2021. I think so, right? Yeah. 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 So okay, so he that works in his favor in the sense that he, he was exposed to the defense. But once again, everything else that has happened with his body is it's it's a tough road, and he's 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 playing okay, but you know it you gotta be patient. If you're gonna be patient, if you think he's gonna turn the corner. You know, I, I would like to see a little more burst in the in third preseason game. You know, hopefully he gets, his legs are starting to get underneath him a little bit more. And, and you know, he, he's going to get a good run in that third preseason game. So I need to see something. I need to see him. I don't need him to make big plays. I just need him to be strong at attack and, and making some good rush moves. Show me some, some, give me a reason to keep you. Yeah. I want to keep you. I want to see it, but you've got to give me a reason. And he's one of those guys, like you're on this team, but if someone shows out, we're going to have to have a conversation. Yeah. And I, I should correct myself.
0: McDonald was at Michigan in 2021. He was still with the Ravens in 2020 because he was inside linebackers coach. Right, he was Pete news coach in 2020. So he so he was there in 2020. Oa and Hayes came in 2021. Don was gone, um, and so this is kind of there for both of those guys for a year uh, with that system. Even though Hayes and Kyle Hamilton both said it's it's different than what they played in at Notre Dame, but it's got some similar concepts. Right, uh, some of the stuff that they do is, is similar. So um, you know he's got a little bit of that going. But man, it's, you, inter- you you. You make an interesting point. Uh it just reminded me of watching um uh, Derwin James. He was on the pivot podcast recently. And I, he he said something like that. He's like, you know, get you you're dealing with coaches and stuff. Give, you know, it's like, give me a reason to put you on the field. Right. I got other guys I can play. Right. Give me a reason to put you on the field. He said that was all is his mindset. He's like, hey, I'm gonna give them a reason to put me on the field and not take me off <laughs> I'm out there. They're to be like we right. don't have anybody better than this guy. Uh, Right. He can do do what he does. So, and it's an opportunity, like you said, for Hayes in terms of getting run. Right,
1: and I don't know why I thought he was at Michigan. He's at Notre Dame. Anyway, yes. But similar, similar type defense they played in Notre Dame and Michigan in a sense of being a four-man front and playing it in the way that Mike McDonald does Oh, by the way, should we start calling them DNs and not outside linebackers? <laughs> <laughs> because I haven't seen one drop yet. And the only one I saw dropping was Marvin, it was Harrison. And that was just because he, he had walked up faking a blitz. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: you're going gonna to make, make some
0: people mad <laughs> at your finale. I, <laughs> it's it's an it's been a few. Hayes has dropped out here a couple times, Moon and uh, Wiley, but not Owe, to your point.
1: I think Owe. Yeah, I don't that, know where he, is. he ain't dropping uh, anymore. That, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's done. And that's, that's why, and, and we've had the discussion, we're about to go to the inside linebackers, but we're going to talk about Bowser for a second. That's why I am not opposed to having Bowser move inside as better cover option next to Harrison. Now, before people chop my head off, go back to the game where Wink needed someone to cover the tight end in some dire situations. And guess who stepped up and literally probably played the best four plays I have seen from a Ravens player in on defense in probably three or four years. He single handedly won that football game because of his athletic ability. And then we just decided, you know what? That, that was a horrible idea. We're not gonna do that anymore. So I would like to see it. I know everyone's you know on the Patrick Queen kind of like this is you know, a defense like built for him. I, I, I don't know I, I I like Bowser better inside in terms of coverage. If you if if Mike McDonald is going to do what he has shown in the first two preseason games, which is you're not throwing the ball over the middle, and if you try, you're going to throw it over at least three pairs of hands. So he values control of the middle of the field. And you've 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 got some guys who can rush the passer. I mean, it's a great luxury to have a Bowser rushing outside of OA, but do I want Bowser maybe covering the running back out of the backfield?
0: Yeah, he's and he's <laughs> what we haven't seen, you know, because he's been injured. We haven't seen uh the different ways that Mike McDonald would use him in his defense. You know, we're gonna get to. Um, mm-hmm. We you haven't seen it yet But I think I, I, you know, I've i been coming around to the idea a little bit You know, at first I was like <laughs> I don't know. But I've been coming around Because I mean, I still think I know we agree on this and I think a lot of people probably would, Bowser is still their best coverage linebacker Inside, outside, whichever room He's their best coverage. 110%
1: it's not even, Yeah,
0: it's not even close, not
1: even close.
0: So, I think that there are things That Patrick Queen can do in this defense And still be successful and still have an impact but then there's some some other things that you know you probably won't ask him to do as much, uh, you know, in coverage. I, I don't think he'll be asked to do as much coverage stuff as he's done in the past. I think he'll rush more. I think McDonald will, will find. Right
1: now, that brings up a an interesting thing. Now, I mean, Patrick Queen is a good 220 pounds. The Hutchinson. I mean, he, you go ahead and throw ten pounds on on Queen. They the worst thing in the world having him come on off the edge on third down.
0: No, it was weird too. <laughs> we saw we saw more of that his rookie. Yeah, when McDonald was his position coach, you saw him rush more. and just with his speed and explosiveness, just having that having another guy with that kind of speed and explosiveness as part of the rush, the offense is gonna have to account for that in some some shape form, or fashion. And if I can get him on a back, I'll take my chances. You know, I know I know there's, there's some backs in this league that can pass. I'll, I'll take my chances. And then they kind of got away from that in 2021. And I don't know if that had something to do with Rob Ryan or whatever was going on there. Um,
1: but you didn't Rob Ryan it. didn't coach anybody.
0: <laughs> you can see Queen didn't do it as much. So I think McDonald is going to get back. Uh, to probably put queen in some of those situations, and you know it's funny. We'll, uh, before we, we move on to the next about throwing over the middle, we were talking about this before we start recording. Uh, obviously, McDonald does value protecting the middle of the field, unless he wants to put somebody there, one of his guys there, and see if they can handle the situation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's orchestrated, right? Because he, he he wants to see you know hey let's because that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, no matter how much, you know, you you try to game plan stuff, there's going to be certain calls and certain situations where somebody gets singled up and they got to run the field with somebody. It's going to be tough for them to run the middle of the field with and you yeah. know, you see what you can do. This is the time to, to test it and, and get a feel for what it is so that, hey, when, when we are in the season. If I see now that's not a good situation for you, I'm probably going to try not, not to not put you in the situation. Yep but if you show you, you can do something there. Okay. Maybe if we get in there, you know, maybe we'll be okay. So, uh, you, you pointed that out that you, you thought you saw a couple of those. This is that card that's going to you can see. was kind of putting guys
1: in adverse situations. Oh so, yeah. Dude. I mean, we saw, we first, we saw the, the semi bus that they should have got beat on down by the goal line that, uh, McSorley missed because the corner bit inside, but the linebacker was in a good. The outside guy was in a good spot in a sense of it had been a little bit of a tough throw, in a sense trying to get it over top. Um, but Mike McDonald came back to it, and I uh, you posted a clip on it when the, the the wide receiver on the on the linebacker. Yeah, he needs to see. If you can handle that, because if you have a middle linebacker and we'll use Dan, we'll use um, Dan Morgan. When You have a, a, that type of guy who can control the middle of the field in terms of coverage. That's why you can run a lot of zone, but also a lot of man free concepts because now you can free up a guy in coverage because, You've got a middle linebacker who's going to handle the middle of the he field. He can run with that, yeah.
0: Even the one where Welch got hit over the top, and this is part of being able to handle it, right? It's part, part of it might be a physical thing. The other part might be a technique thing. I thought for him on that one, I'm not saying it will never be a physical thing because I'm, I'm not going to say he's the fastest dude in the world. But on that one, I thought it was more technique than physical because when you see he mm-hmm. goes to, to run, he turns, and he looks back at the quarterback. I'm like, look, don't look. <laughs> Face run and run and face <laughs> because he's faster than you. When you turn to look to see if the ball's coming out, it's already gone, gone. and it's going over your head. You got to just turn and run and face that dude and then play through him. Right. As he reacts to the ball. And I thought he would have been okay if he did that, but he was running with him and then he kind of settled and he turned back and looked, and I was like, oh, it's a wrap.
1: That's now, yep. now he could have, he, he should have got a little help from Pepe. Yeah. Pepe he turns. Because there wasn't a threat to Pepe's side, even that there wasn't an outside threat. Once that that receiver released inside, he needed to throw him inside with his hands. That would have gave Welsh the confidence to keep running. Yeah. Once that guy got a free release, now Welsh knows his space to cover is like. Yeah, he's trying to find the ball. He's trying to find the ball. (laughs) Right. And us as linebackers, we're always taught, get get 12, look. Yeah, that's that's what he did. But in that instant, you need to know if you're running with that receiver, you just need to turn and run and make that throw as difficult as possible until that safety can get there. Or, like you said, play through his hands. Wait for him to catch the ball and play through his hands. Because I can't remember if that was Bolden,
0: Victor Bolden, drew it, or if that was Isabella. Isabella running four three, so you're not going to run with him. Uh, yeah, unless there's been some kind of reroute, or you know, you you've been able to kind of out leverage him and stay out there. We saw that with Geno Stone when that one play. Stevens had Isabella coming across and Stone had come down.
1: And he just he settled. Just he it was it was just like all he had to do was keep going. That's that's the job of a low hole guy, which is find the most dangerous guy, which is that crosser who's coming to you. And if you go back and watch the Titans game and everyone who keeps crying about Hamilton not being not showing plays. That is a play in particular that I am in love with when I watch tape with Hamilton, is he finds work. A lot of guys go to a spot and stop. Covering grass. Covering grass. (laughs) Get to your spot. Ain't nobody there. Go find work. Look around. That's the beautiful part about zone, is once no one is identified in your zone in the first second or two, go find work. And that's what Hamilton did. He went, he looked it up, he rolled with it, and he kept running because he understood the concept. Now, I know Geno Stone understands the concept. I think his eyes decided to settle in the backfield, which is yes. why he didn't keep going. Got a little nosy. Got a <laughs> little, little nosy because 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 McSorley was throwing some, some interesting balls <laughs> on a few plays, so I'm sure he was looking for one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he so. saw that crosser coming down and was gonna cut it. And he's like, oh I'm about to do,
1: I'm not yeah. to jump this bad. I'm about to jump this bad. He kept it one extra second. Yep. He threw it outside. But well, you know, um, this, 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 those things are gonna happen. Yep.
0: Absolutely. This, this is the time. This is the time to kind yep. of work through those things. So when they go back and watch the tape, so okay, you know, here's here's how we want to play that, you know, in, in future situations. Uh, like you said, Geno Stone understands it, and they probably that's that's probably not even something they really have to have a discussion with him. It's just like, hey, man, keep, keep your eyes right. You, you know.
1: Now that one might that that will get that will get the tape treatment of just getting rewound back about four or five times. <laughs> Nobody will say anything in the room because it's not for Geno Stone; it's for everyone else in the room, and Geno knows that it's not personal. Is this is a mistake we need to see? As a group, and Gino can handle it because he's a pro. Yeah, and yes, us coaches do get petty, but it's the best way we can get a point across without yelling all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because it could it could be you saw the thing on Hard Knocks, the Lions coach, the linebackers coach. Is it? Don't I'm trying everything I can to put this rookie on the (laughs) field. Look at him! Look at what he's doing! I've been here five years. I ain't seen a linebacker fitness running the way that he just did. <laughs> <laughs> and some of y'all been here the same five years. I was like.
1: <laughs> "Yo, like, speaking, speaking of fitting, Ms. Mr. Ross himself.
0: Yeah, here we go. Let's go to the inside backers. Let's yes. go ahead and jump into that. So, you know, we, we got to see uh, another guy I, who I think we both feel like has been having a good preseason, Malik Harrison, getting active. You know, making plays, hitting people, doing what he does, sticking his hat in there, <laughs>
1: and hitting people. My, my man um, is I a different, different dude. Yeah, different you night and see, day. He looks
0: comfortable. You don't see hesitation. You don't see uncertainty.
1: Nothing. He's comfortable. Go play football. You're a middle linebacker. Go play ball. Yeah. Go play. That's what he's been doing. Yeah, I, I have, I, I, I am. This is what happens. When you simplify playing linebacker, guys can be who they are. That's why the Bengal linebackers are so good. They're not asked to do a heck of a lot in terms of stunts, this, that, and the other. Go see ball, hit ball, take ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially down there uh, in the uh, low red zone right on the goal line. He hit Trace once. I heard it. Short of the goal oh. line. Then he hit the running back on the next play. It's just, just taking souls. <laughs> it had a, had a special teams tackle where he came down and just, just got the blocker up off of him. Kind of two gapped him and made the tackle. And I was like, man, this is just a different looking cat. Like you said, it's just, I mean, different in that he looks like the guy we saw early in his rookie year. And then he kind of was in the wilderness for a little while. And
1: now it looks like he might be back. So. maybe maybe Wink sent the dash the DoorDash over there to take some pop shots at the rest at, at the at the party or something. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Rob Ryan wow. just didn't like didn't like linebackers, apparently. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. <sighs> just yeah. everybody was bad. Like, other than
0: buying somebody who already knew how to play, <laughs> <laughs> I mean
1: that was it. Like yeah. everyone else in there was it had was just on some other like Earth Two. Like we all watching Earth One, and we're just like, "Where's Queen going? Where's Harris? Like, why are we bobbing and weaving the line of scrimmage, and we don't even know where we're going?" And it was just like, "Here we go, night and day." Linebacker stemming, but they're stemming under control. They understanding where they're going. They're not waiting for plan A, B, or C to materialize in front of them and then react. <laughs> they're trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah. Speaking of your guy, I'll let you speak to it. He, Josh Ross, uh, another good game for him. Uh, he he just exemplifies that when you watch the tape. Like a guy who's just not uh, panicky. He's not in a rush. But once he knows where to go, he gets there. Yes. You
1: know, so he gets there with a purpose. He does. Get there. <laughs> he, he gets there with a purpose. He he. He reads the offensive line, and this is I know I'm about to get a little technical here. But when you're good at at linebacker, you don't even look at the running backs. You look at the line. Center blocks, blocks down. The guard turns out. Guess what's coming? Either a pulling guard or a fullback. Go get it. If you're wrong, and it's a pass. Guess what? You're in the quarterback's lap. We'll figure it out. That's that's the beautiful part about zone. Sometimes your middle locker gonna be wrong, but guess you got two other layers behind them. Um. You know, if the center reaches, guess what? A zone. I'm gonna go get the go get the um the center. I'm gonna go hit it with my hands. Use my hands, not use my shoulders. Which you see, all the linebackers who have been on the field, Harrison, Ross, Welsh, McLean, are using their hands very, very well. Now I'm gonna attribute that to the the new inside linebacker coach. Who, if he didn't have a neck injury, probably been one of the most underrated in linebackers with the Ravens. Man was on a mission. Be good. Had an All Pro season that year. Yes. He 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 was going to be the real deals, and they were going to sign him. And then we were like, "Oh, they called the press conference." I remember the day, like, "Oh, they signed like like they got a deal together," and then he was retiring. we were like, "No." No, 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 you, you about to be a star. So, he is imparting his knowledge on these guys. You can see it on the field. You can see the night and day difference. And Josh Ross, having coming from my Michigan and played in the defense, he is playing faster than anybody but Harrison, because that dude's just. He's, 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 the light has come on. He flipped the switch and the light has begun. And then having Ross now, now it gets complicated in there. Who are you going to keep?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like you've been and, saying, Christian Welch, he's tough. <laughs> I know what he tough. gives you on special teams, but here, here's the deal. Now I got six safeties I can keep. Because Washington, once again, has proven that he is very good in the slot. Yeah. Even coming off rust, he's very good in the slot. <laughs>
0: yeah, he played laid all preseason.
1: Right. That dude showed up. Okay, yeah, that's why they, they're keeping you around and want you to play. And, he, and he's another one who's perfectly fit for this defense. Because he can play that rover spot inside because he's a physical dude i so, love a yeah, man. Yeah,
0: they give me on a slot fade, on a touchdown, but guess what? Man, I I am am a, and make and make the game winner.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, and right? I'm, I'm gonna be just team. as physical as I was in the end zone. On like yeah. he is a physical corner. Yeah, he's a small dude, but he's physical. physical. Like he just, Pepe, he just, Pepe, he just another one. That is a small dude. But just he's physical. physical. Just and it's not dirty physical. No. It's not hand grabbing. It's not this. They just, they just in your body. Yeah, this is in you without actually touching you, and it's it. It makes people uncomfortable. (laughs) It's a long day. Long long day day up here
0: when you gotta deal with somebody like that who just every play just hands on you, just contact, just contact. contact.
1: We can't just what. Can't just yeah. run. No. I'm just no, rubbing no, up no. on you just just giving <laughs> you some bets. Just uh, as you run you just and a receiver likes to be all flowy and running their routes you, keep bumping, them. you keep bumping them yeah. in the routes they don't like that and then all of a sudden tip ball Kyle, Kyle Fuller picks it off <laughs> you know yeah
0: hey that physicality man tell you every time cuz those guys don't want to be touched nope. they just want to run they don't want to be touched so yeah, if you, you can get physical, get them hands on, let them know, hey, it's gonna be like this every snap. Every snap you see me, I'm gonna do wherever you go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and 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 Trace and Trace McSorley's on what on the play that uh Fuller fell, he was seeing ghost. He had a four-man rush with a twist, and he must th- since he was playing the Ravens, he was just like, Man, there are like eight people here. There's somebody in the flat that's gonna be open. <laughs> he just chucked it next to three people. You're just like, and I think you're going to see a lot of that early in the season with some teams because this defense is different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if, I, if, if 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 the Ravens are getting a four-man rush, you're going to think it's six or seven people coming, and your natural instinct is to throw it to the flat.
0: Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> it's, it's, it may only
0: be four, but they're moving. And there could be a guy coming from somewhere where he didn't start out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you know, this is Tracy. He was rolling out, and this is, you know, defensive tackle to popped out and is out there. It's oh whoa.
1: You're supposed to be out here.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do something with the ball. Yeah. I
1: mean, and and that is what we're gonna have to get used to as a fan. It's Chaos with four men. There are going to be twists and stunts. You're going to see, we saw with Owe, the old SUG stunt. They've brought it back because now they got somebody who can really, really do it. And they got a pin guy with Travis Jones who, yes, please, <laughs> he's going to make some some people move for this guy. So, it's it's you see it. You see the three-year plan. Ever since we started talking, Mike, you've heard me say the 4-3 and I have to evolve in a sense of it's not going to be a 4-3, it's going to be a four-man front. But it's, here we are. We are in a position where we have a four-man rush that's not going to be stagnant. It's not going to be just getting up the field and no twists and stunts and blah, blah, blah. Like The whole package of pass rushing up front is going to help dramatically with probably on paper one of the best secondaries
0: yeah
1: that is not only the first four but you go maybe a full squad of number twos and that full squad could probably start somewhere in the NFL okay I mean, you look at those guys Stevens,
0: Stone, Pepe. You know, he's a rookie, but Pepe is flash. We ain't even really seen Armour Davis aside from the stadium practice because he hasn't, you know, he's been a little bit. Um, We talked about Kyle Fuller. We talked about our Darius Washington. I mean, and then we, like you said, we know the top dogs. We know MP, we know Marlon, Marks Williams, Chuck Clark. I mean, when that ball's got to come out, a weight me ball plays yeah. <laughs> you when that ball is coming out because it's that combination like you said with the rush it may it may never be or i was i won't say never it may rarely be more than a five man rush it will be a lot of fours maybe some fives mixed in there but the combination of movement and then also just allowing guys the freedom to rush mm-hmm. when they're rushed even if you're not necessarily stunned to one side um just allowing a guy to be able to have a two way go, right? Yeah. Go, go beat that dude, right? Go be, go be a football player. We brought you here to rush. Go rush. Go rush. We'll, we'll clean up whatever else. Yep. So I, I think that's going to be big. Uh, shoot, man! I think we 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 jumped in the corner a little bit. We were yeah, <laughs> some yeah. And then we jumped in. Shout out to Zacoby
1: McClain, too. I think Zacoby McClain. Yeah, he's going to be in a practice squad. Yeah. He's he's going to be a valuable. He'll be needed at some point this year.
0: Yeah. Special teams,
1: no? uh, yep. Late in the games, um, SEC guy, so you know you got that pedigree.
0: Um, corners, you talked about the pick for Fuller. Pepe had a pick. Um, you know, we talked about Seymour a little bit in some of his some of his tribulations. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one.
1: There is always one in the secondary. It's like someone in the in that castle goes, you know what? We need that one Corey Ivy. We need <laughs> <laughs> We just need that guy who everybody looks at and knows, you know what? We like him so much, but he's always gonna get beat or weirdly give up a random play. Yes, I'm talking about you too, Mr. Worley. But they like you because you study, but you also make a just just random
0: that's <laughs> yeah. what I like about Seymour, because I think, you know, he he's one of those guys who's kind of been a core special teamer where he whatever he's been around the league. And when you watch him on special team, the dude just throws his body around. He's not a good dude. He, yeah. be, but he no. just throws his body around. So you know coaches love it. You know they love that. Um, but like you said, you know, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be some issues at various points. <laughs> In the game, you know, I, I, was, I was about to say I felt bad for Brandon Stevens, man, because the thing I like about Stevens is he. We talking about being physical; he's a physical dude. Yeah. And I thought the pass interference call, uh, ticky tacky. He got there a little early, I guess, with the first tug, the one where he came over.
1: But even that, car. he didn't pull. He put his hand <laughs> on his shoulder, yeah. which I've seen a lot last year that wasn't called when dudes did that because he didn't uh, he didn't move him. Now he may have
0: restrained
1: him from jumping, and you can. Are they calling that in the divisional playoffs? Absolutely not. They calling that week two of the season? Yes. I thought he might have, you know, he might have got on the wrong
0: side a little early on with that first play of the game. I mean, he gave my man a little push at the end, but it wasn't like – I mean, that dude was <laughs> happy. He fell all out on the ground. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. Uh, yeah. He got over there to the sideline. He wrapped him up. You know, he was letting him go. He just gave him a little, you know, just separate. The dude fell on the ground, was rolling on his back. I was like, man, you act like somebody telling you. you,
1: you. A sniper. A, a sniper. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It happened, but you you know, you gotta you gotta remember with a guy like Steven, you know, he's been playing more outside corner um this all season and mm-hmm. you know, kinda taking a look at that. And uh, you know, he's just that Swiss Army knife, like, man. He play outside, he play inside, he play some safety. Uh you know, I know he gave up a couple of catches, but to me he's just a valuable dude because he, yeah. he's, he's got that flexibility to be able to do a little bit of a lot of different things. And he and, played a
1: little- he played a little bit of the Chuck Clark role, yeah. as a dime linebacker, as a matchup with the tight end. So, yeah, do everything. Right? Yeah, everything.
0: And some, of, and you're not going to be when you're in that many different situations. You're going to get caught in some matchups where you're not going to win them. All. I mean, that's just how it is in the NFL. So yeah. you know, I mean, you can't have like a standard of, of perfection for some of this stuff. You know, This it's just not realistic. Um, and safeties, you know, we'll finish up with the safeties here. I guess we'll start with Kyle Hamilton because it's, you know, it's become like the, the running theme right throughout. Like, oh, no, he's not doing this. He's not doing that. People jumped on that one play where, you know, uh, it really wasn't his play. It wasn't his guy. But the guy's running down the field and, you know, kind of gives him a little cut. And uh, Hamilton gets turned around. It was a good play by by TJ, actually, because TJ got cut. Right. My wide receiver who was trying to block out his front. He still tackled the dude even after he got cut. Right. by TJ. But I just think, you know, you've been saying it all along with Hamilton. The fact that you're not hearing his name a lot is a good thing in your opinion because he's been doing his job. And, again, it's just the nature of that position, playing safety. Sometimes plays that you deter that the offense isn't able to make because of what you've done, Mm -hmm. that doesn't always show up in a stat. That doesn't always show up on TV. Right. When they're showing those tight shots of the line, right? And quarterback and what's going on up front. You don't see what he's doing oh. down the field. Unless you get a replay and you see a guy make a guy running full speed at him while he's in a back pedal making a cut. Yeah, you know, you might get turned around a little bit or something like that. But you saw it down in the in in the uh end zone. We talked about that one play where he kind of came off the coverage a little bit. Got lucky that the guy dropped the ball to trace through, but then you saw the other one where he came up and tipped the ball that looked like it was going to be a touchdown on the slant. Really got inside. I think it looked like it was going to be an easy touchdown, but you can just see how his size and that ability to find work. He was coming down to rush. I think he was, or at least it, it was. A he was run. coming. He
1: was coming for the mu- the mesh. He was responsible for the quarterback on the pole. He wasn't going to get there, but he still right. found work. Found work. Um. um I have been extremely impressed with his football IQ. He is going to be the reason why either Marlowe, Marlon, Humphrey, or Peters leads the league in interceptions. Because he's gonna take away those quick looky routes over the middle. He's he's smart enough to understand that, and when a quarterback can't take their first read and they have to go outside on their second, those are mistakes happening. You saw that with 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 McSorley, and that is why he's so important. He's six four and can f- cover from sideline to sideline. You don't see that very often in the NFL. I mean, to the ability where he can cover. I mean, that means if you want to compare him in body type, that's like Cam Chandler. Yeah. I mean, length, just just his raw ability out there is a six four safety, changes the dynamic of everything. So. He don't have to come up and make 80, 90 tackles. That's not going to be his role. We have to get out of this whole idea of stats. Stats is n- nothing in terms of, we talked about this last year, sacks. It's not about sacks. It's it's pressures. It's It's, it's changing eye levels of quarterbacks to help the secondary. Just for a split second. And that's what this secondary, I think, with Hamilton and the way that they are being deployed is, is going to be extremely helpful to this defense.
0: Yeah, you said it when you talked last year when we did that thing on sacks. You said impact sacks. It's just, it's impact. It's impact. Impact. On the play. How did you impact the play? Like you said, did you force the quarterback to come off his first week? and now he's late getting to his second. Week, right. Or the college receiver is, is, you know, doing something else because you know, he didn't think the ball was coming to him. Cause of, you know, where things were at time. Right. When you're down there in the red zone, and it looks like there's a slant jump up in the lane and tip it. and that time it tipped in a way where nobody was able to catch it. Next time might get tipped up and get picked by somebody. Right. <laughs> so, you know, just impact. You know, the stats will come. I'm not worried about that with a guy like him. The numbers will come, right? But impact. And as he continues to learn, and as they continue to learn him and figure out, you know, what's, what, what are the best situations to put him can yep. uh, just be who he is, which is, you know, we don't really have another guy like that on defense in terms of a guy with that kind of size, with that kind of range. I don't care about 40 times. Don't, don't talk about 40 times. Watch the guy on the field and watch the amount of field he covers. Yes, that's all you need to see.
1: All you need to, to say.
0: to know what kind of what kind of football speed he has. So,
1: uh, you know they're not going to put there. him in in bad positions like other defensive coordinators here over the last six plus years will do to guys just to fill an ego. out Chris <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. You, 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 you are the poster child of why ego just needs to die. And you need to do what's and, and it's not
0: what even player. his fault. It's not, not Chris Westry's fault. No, I'm not
1: calling cover zero. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not> calling <laughs> no. I just came all the injury. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to line up Third and four, I'm a zero blitz. The offense is going to call timeout, see that I'm in a zero blitz because we probably had a, we had something on that probably wasn't going to be good. You know what? As an offensive coordinator, it. I'm going to change my play call because I'm thinking you're going to come after me because I know who you are. So the defensive coordinator goes, you know what? Today, I'm going to be extra. <laughs> I'm going out there. And put this dude who just came off of IR for six weeks, spent three days of practice. You know what? I'm gonna put him out there covering the Bears' best receiver in the slot on a critical. You know, you know, what? I'm gonna do it twice in a row. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna do it. Call me again. I'm gonna call. I'm I'm calling game. I'm calling my. I'm calling my shot. <laughs> we talked about this before with guys like Weddle
0: when they were here. That, that's it. We're changing the call. Okay, I don't yeah. care what he called it here. We're not doing yeah. it. We're not doing it. No. And I, I told you, I think that timing of those guys not coming back. And I know there was financial stuff going on. Pease was leaving. But I just felt like those guys, that wasn't, gonna gonna gonna, that, I, that wasn't going to work for them. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know they had that that year. I think they had it. Yeah. People he still here when we he took over. Cuz I think I talked to you about that cuz I think I was watching. Yeah, I think did he take over in 2018 or was that
1: still beats? I
0: can't no, remember.
1: he was he took over in 19. He he was okay. he called that nonsense blitz on fourth and 13 and decided to run some weird cover shell 3 that no one decided to run with with the Bengal receiver. Yeah, that was 18.
0: I remember. <laughs> what are we doing? Because no, they made the playoffs in eighteen. That was the game that kept No,
1: no, they didn't make. That was the play. That was the game that got him out, that they missed the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. That game kept them out, but in eighteen they made the playoffs.
0: Remember Lamar? That was nope. the Chargers game. Eighteen was the Chargers game.
1: Char- yeah, out. it was. It was. That might have been seventeen. That was so 17. It was 17 and 16. Yeah. That was all DBs. Yeah, that was all DPs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. <laughs> but I was just like, some of these calls, and you've heard other players say it, veteran guys, like sometimes it'd be calling the I've heard Antoine Batake talk about it on his podcast with He's like, Look, man, sometimes it'd be calling stuff in here. Like, look, we ain't running that. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't running that. So as safeties, you know, they're talking to the corner and say, Hey, this is what I want you to do. You lock on that guy. I'm gonna go back with it. I know that ain't the call, don't worry about that. Just what I want you to do. I, I,
1: I, I'm I'm gonna let out a little defensive secret right now. If it's third and like 16 and some weird call comes in the huddle, I guarantee somebody jumping off sides. <laughs> Guar- <laughs> guarantee you if they are not allowed to change the play, I guarantee somebody jumping off sides. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about this. <laughs> we i'm not saying i i've 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 been a part of it yeah i, I i've seen it happen <laughs> there's no need to incriminate anybody we, we, we have to to the, right to the fifth amendment <laughs> the constitutional right <laughs> let a dumb call coming on you'll see a dumb something dumb happen <laughs> we, we
0: gonna we're gonna protect the innocent you know, they, sh- they, sh- they, sh- they shall remain nameless like right I think we hit everybody one way or the other. We, we, we got all yes, of the different yes, position groups. So we got one more preseason game going on. Only three preseason games. People probably remember they made that change. So uh, going into the third game, don't expect. I mean, we haven't seen many starters anyway. Don't expect to really see any uh, going into this game. Uh, definitely get a look at all of the young guys. As it's it's an important game. I mean, that fourth preseason game, having three of those things. Um, you know, it was another opportunity for guys to go out and get evaluated and you know, try to try to make an impression. But now it's down to this. And I, they're going to be a lot of tough choices, man, uh, no. in, in some of these groups. They got a lot of tough calls that they're going to have to make. In some ways, I mean, you never want guys injured, so I'm not saying this is a good thing. But in some ways, I guess it's a little bit of a silver lining that they got some guys who they probably could put on IR, put on puck, whatever, and free up a spot for a guy who – You know, like you said, you can keep for a couple of weeks and then, you know, then you got to make a decision about what you want to do later on. So that might help them out uh, with some of these tough decisions. But uh, going into that third game, you know, what what are you you expecting? What are you you looking for?
1: I guess the commies. (laughs) I, I, you're going to see some basic stuff, obviously, you know, with the guys, but I think you're going to see a, a heavy look at Hayes. Um, I think Means and Moon, those guys are gonna play a lot a ton of snaps. I just want to see continuation. I want to see Harrison go out there for a quarter and just just seal it up with a bow. Like beautiful. Love it. Came out three three games in a row and you came out and played. Like all right we'll put you to the shelf. Now I want to see the competition unfold in front of me between Welsh, Ross, yeah. and McLean. That's yeah. that's who's gonna get the bulk of the snaps inside. It's going to be cool. And they play different positions, so we shall see.
0: Okay.
1: But that's a good one because they,
0: somebody's playing. There's, that's a two dog one bone type situation. They're yes. playing for a spot, or three dogs one bone in this case. They're right. playing for a spot now. McLean might be on the on the practice squad side of that, mm-hmm. but Welsh and Ross, that might be an active spot. Active, <laughs> very <laughs> active. That they, that they might be fighting for. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. Like you said, I know Welsh, You know he's been here, um, so he's got that. You know he's played special teams. He's
1: got
0: that, but you got this you got this young this young dude, this young boy coming for you.
1: And here's here's where those new practice squad rules come into play with a veteran. Now, is a team gonna claim Welsh? Probably not. A team may claim Ross just because he's quality defensive linebacker inside, and that's kind of hard to find (laughs) in the league a little bit. Especially with what he's put on tape. Right. On tape. So, you know. that is one way you can keep Welsh around. That, that, that's Those are the games that are going to be played. I mean, you, you look up front with the defensive tackles. Same, Same game. You got four guys for, what, two and a half spots maybe? <laughs> maybe. maybe.
0: Mack, Crawford. Washington. I mean, Jones was on, you know, he was on. Yeah. You know, he's, he, they might put
1: him on IR. I don't think they decided. I can see them carrying four, maybe a fifth D tackle. Because yeah. you know, you got,
0: you got Campbell, you got Pierce, you got Mata BK, you got Jones. You know, those four. Yeah. Urban could be a handshake deal, like you said, veteran handshake type wink, wink, nah, nah type deal. Come back a little later. Um, but then you got Washington,
1: you got Matt, you got Crawford. Nichols might end up on the practice squad, too. He's, you know, what you got. The one that might slip on in the practice squad could be Crawford, but I could see, like, the Steelers with somebody coming in for Crawford in terms of a nose tackle and picking him up just – he's 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 a he's an AFC North tackle. Like, that's who Crawford is. He is. <laughs> he's a space eater. He's, he's – just, there's a big man and won't move. Yeah. And I want to
0: say this is his fourth year. I think his fourth year. So, you know, that kind of stuff comes into play with these decisions, too. You know, where are the guys at contractually? You do know, you got a young guy who you feel like can give you some percentage of what this vet can give you? It may not be all of it, but you're like, hey, save some money. He can do this and he can do that. Right. Or maybe it's two guys. Maybe it's two young guys. Over one veteran guy eh, these two young guys rotate them we can do this so you know that'll all go into it but you know this this time of year um you know it's always exciting you want to want to know how it's all going to shake out uh our tease and a surprise coming uh, a, little, a little something we've done in years past with a couple other guys and we like to we like to rock with get in there and uh get our crystal ball going and uh See who we think is gonna make this 53 man roster. So that's that's gonna be fun. Uh we did it last year. I think we we're pretty damn close last year. I don't remember. I'd have to pull it up.
1: Yeah.
0: But I think we were pretty darn close. So uh we're gonna have some tough decisions. I know the guys that I'm gonna on, and we'll see how it goes. How oh. Yeah. Did we yeah. talk about that we, question?
1: That you one? had you said you oh, had Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, we did We got we got okay. it it was it was just another one of those like high level like you know I'm trying not to take too much away scheme wise from what I'm seeing because I know he ain't really showing up. No. Um but there there's some some basic stuff that you you, you do gotta put in that guy's gotta do. Yes. Um and I think like <laughs> I have seen that fire zone. He like he loves to run that that fire zone. It it
1: it is it's it's just beautiful to watch. Because teams don't run it like that anymore in the league. It's very basic, but it's hard to pick up. Because it can come from the bench. It can come from the field. You can flip-flop the call. It's it's all predicated on formations. Instead of being caught red-handed in a in something, you can back out of it. Or you just switch the side of it. Like wink, we you literally have to flip the entire defense, <laughs> so, yeah, or you see, just, guys running, and- or you just say, you know, we're just gonna give up the 15 yard flat if if he makes the throw, so be it. Like,
0: <laughs> he did that in the Titans game. You said, field and boundary, he ran into the field, yeah, Titans game. This week, he tweaked it a little bit, ran it from you can run it from the boundary, but also the rush pass. so the looper, the guy that was coming in through the A gap. This Time he had it coming through the B gap Yep. He just tweaked it a little bit this time and got him on the back instead of having him come through on the center or guard, you know, picking him up. He just tweaked, he still had the nickel coming off the slot coming outside. But that looper, the DN or outside linebacker, said looping into the A, looping him to the B. So he just tweaked it just a little yep. bit. And we,
1: we call it smash for the B gap, and we call it like uh toad for yeah. the A gap. So that means either the D-tackles, you know, going B-gap and you're going A-gap or the D-tackles going A-gap, you're going B-gap as a linebacker. So, or if you, th- you know, you had a toad in there and the D-tackles dropping out, you there's so much more you can do as a zone blitz team than you could ever do as a man blitz team or a schemed up blitz team. You can change your zone blitzes every week to match the personnel. And it doesn't change the core principles of what you're trying to do. Everything's the same. You just have to tweak who's dropping where. Like, is it the third receiver against the Bengals? Do we really want a DN running up? No, we don't. So you tweak it, you have the safety. Haul off with it It makes life simpler.
0: He's talking about that. He said, same teaching, you know, it's the same teaching. The concept of the defense, who's coming, may change. Yep, where they're coming from might change, but it's the same bodies in terms of okay, you're, you're, if you're here, you're coming, if you're here, you're a gap, you're looper. You know what I mean? Now, who those people are and where they line up at, that can be. Right. But but the core of the call, like everybody, once you teach, that's why I paid attention to that one because I'm like, that takes some teaching to install that. So that's probably something that they carry over even into the season. I don't know how often they use it, but I'm like, that's not just you know, Mm -mm. it takes a little time to teach that. So I figured like that's probably something that you may see.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. And when you and the only difference and this is for, and he's done this in the games, which is He's zone blitzed into run downs just so this team understands that when you zone blitz into a run, we're just trying to get the running back down. We're just trying to get him on the ground. And he's he's put us in situations so the team understands that, understands his thinking. Like, we're going to get caught in these situations, but we just need to get the guy down. And he has instilled this idea of, if we're a zone blitzing, we contain everything. If we're in regular defense, we're spilling everything. We'll spill it. Yeah. We're spill, we're spill, we'll spill. And that's you, you don't understand how freeing that is as a linebacker, as as a safety. Because as soon as I hear the coverage, I know it's either I'm spilling or I'm containing. Yeah. Or I'm I'm either filling inside out or I'm filling outside in. That's that's it. Changes everything. So now all I got to do is run to the football. Yeah. As opposed to having four or five different things. If this happens, then I do that. If it doesn't happen, then I do this. The back flares and the quarterback decides to do a Statue of Liberty. I'm supposed to do tap dance and then run to the flag. You can have like
0: six different calls. If he motions here, if he goes there, uh, if he goes here, we got to have all these different checks. All right, check this, check right. that, check this, check that. I mean, you can do it. Certainly, I mean, Satan's got that, and his, he's got a ton of different checks for like every single situation. But you know, this but is even Satan would
1: say, even Satan would say, in certain games, he's probably pared it down dramatically. Sure. sure, he talked about that once he started. You know, this was years ago because it's not new now. But
0: yeah, Johnny Manziel. That Texas AM game, he said, once they started getting hit with tempo, he said, I had to dial some of that shit back because it was too much. It was too much. It was going too fast on offense, and we couldn't we couldn't make all those checks. We just had to have one word call where we could line up and play. Yep. And everybody knew what that one word meant. We talked about that with Ed Reed and Ray and We got that one call. We know That's everybody good. knows. Yeah, they would say, hey, Ray didn't even have to move. He virtually did not have to move <laughs> from where he was. Uh, so, you know, I, you've been talking about trying to simplify his defense for three years, two, three years now. <laughs> it, it looks like we're, we're finally on that path. On so, that path. Um, I'm looking forward to this last preseason game, and then obviously regular season kicks off. And then we know, man, once that ball's dead, it's, it's it's a roll. That thing is rolling nonstop. Uh, nonstop. 17 games. You know, so it's gonna be fun. NFL season always is, and we'll be sitting here in like December. But, Damn, it's about to be over. Does it happen yeah, every uh, year? Every year. Oh no fast. But um, hey, we went a little long on this one, but hey, we had a good time when it was a lot to talk about. Uh appreciate everybody for tuning in, tapping in. Uh, don't forget, like, subscribe, you can interact with the show on Twitter at the Fire Zone Show. You can, you know, reach out to either one of us uh at uh Denar13, or you can do that at the Fire Zone show uh, at Abukari, A B U K A R I. I think that's all the plugs. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Till next time, in the words of uh, John Thompson, not JT2, but Coach Thompson. We don't do no overtime.